0: This is a Podfire production.
1: On this episode of the 2% Podcast, we interview Adam Holyoke, the ex England ODI crew captain. And that episode starts now. Let's fucking get into it.
2: Uh, Yo! Uh, I just want milk to taste like real milk. This tastes like full cream milk. And only 2, 2, 2% fat. <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 2% podcast. This is episode five. And for anyone that didn't listen to the first four, my name is Liam and I'm 1%. My name is Jeremy and I'm another percent. Just a quick apology for last week. Um, We did record the episode, but forgot to click send uh, to Zig. So um, we didn't release it, but it was recorded. So there's going to be two this week and we're going to make up for it. Um, Jez, what happened in your week, mate? Uh, absolutely nothing. Um,
0: my car did break down, so that wasn't really helpful. Um,
1: broken down car.
0: Yeah. Well, it doesn't help that you don't have a car at the moment. So my car broke down and you don't have a car. We had nowhere to get to work this morning.
1: We didn't. Um, but your dad came in clutch. He did. And he gave us the car for the day. So thanks Edmund, chair Edmund for the day. Um, touching on the legless pedestrians from two weeks ago, Jez, we were having won a game. We got smacked every week. Um, what's happening with the Legless? Um, the first week, uh, you had a very good Thursday night. I did You a good um, Thursday night.
0: We won our first game for the Legless Pedestrians. Uh, Carlton won their second game and you also won a multi.
1: I did. It was a, it was an unbelievable Thursday for myself. I haven't had a better night in my career. Um, but the Legless Pedestrians are now two wins from two, the last two games. So we're going strong. Um, and that brings me to our guest today, England sensation, Adam Holyoke. Adam, welcome to the podcast, mate.
2: Hey guys, how are you?
1: Yeah, good, good. So I'll t- touch on Adam's uh, uh, cricket history here just firstly. So he's an all-rounder named one of the 2003 Wisden Cricketers of the Year Award, Surrey captain from 1997 to 2003, ex-England ODI captain. 1997 ODI Player of the Series versus Australia, four test matches, 35 ODI matches, and 173 first-class cricket matches. Wow. It's oy, an honour oy, to oy, see oy. you.
2: I still can't get in the legless pedestrian. You can't, me. mate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How's the finger holding up?
2: Ah, finger's gone. I um, also do a little bit of uh, boxing coaching, and I got a compound fracture on it a few uh, weeks back, so that's been giving me... Uh, a good excuse not to play on Thursday night, basically. <laughs>
0: well, I thought just the coach wouldn't put you in.
2: I said, well, I just don't think I can get the, the, the chat and banter amongst people in the office. is like, it's actually, uh, I, when I come back and I hear the stories of your amazing victories recently, I've been thinking, I might not even get back
0: into this side. I might get in at all. So, now the side keeps improving every time, every game, I reckon.
2: And I know when all of a sudden I've noticed the last couple of weeks that people haven't been asking me as much. So <laughs> yeah. I feel
0: you guys are getting confident. Um, so Jez,
1: cricketing career, mate, not much of one.
0: Uh, my cricketing career started, uh, I think six weeks ago in the Legless Pedestrians and that's all I've done with cricket. That's all I know about cricket. So.
1: Okay. So we're going to be learning today. Jez is going to be learning and hopefully all of you guys will be learning a little bit about Adam Holyoke and cricket in general. So Jez from the top, mate, what yeah, do you got I for might, us? I
0: um, started off with a, a, I think a good question. How does a Australian or born Australian play for the English cricket team?
2: That's a really good question. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still trying to work that out myself. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit weirder than that because um, my mum's Indonesian, um, part Polynesian. My dad's part German, part Spanish. Um, so I don't even know where the hell I come from. So I was like, <laughs> I've like, got no idea. In fact, like when people, you know, when you hear all this racism that's going on around the world, these days, it's like I actually get jealous because I just don't know where I don't get there's <laughs> not well, even enough. I don't fit into a bracket. <laughs> so uh, there's uh, and then obviously I guess I was known as Australian because of the way I speak. And then I grew up here till I was twelve, and then um, went over to England. And um, I used to play a whole bunch of sport at school, as we all do, I guess. And then just was fortunate enough to get asked to play cricket. And then it wasn't until I went to go make my first class debut that the guys over there actually realized that I didn't have an English passport. Really? Yeah. So I had to, uh, call in a favor. So I, at the time, the president of our club I played at was the prime minister of the country. So, um, <laughs> Sandy <passport laughs> arrived in the post the next week with the passport. So yeah, that was, uh, and that's how I ended up playing.
1: Was it always cricket?
2: No, um, not at all. Uh, oh, well it was, yeah, but there was other sports there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just come from a sports fa- um, sports mad family. Um, cricket, rugby, um, well, hockey, athletics, every, just every sport. Yep. Made our a few of our own up in the garage, I think, as well. <laughs> Table, tennis, e- everything. So, um, just, I always knew that I wasn't going to have a, well, I have got a normal job now, but I always knew that I was going to do sport for a living and uh, just, I didn't know how that was going to happen. I didn't have any plans. And then uh, one day I just got asked to if I'd be interested in playing cricket. I think I was on five pound a, w- a week pocket money at the time. Yeah. So when they came to me and said they were actually I could get paid to uh, get paid for playing cricket, didn't have to do school yeah. anymore, that was it. Easy that decision was It was an easy you. sell. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you started in Surrey. Was that the start of your uh, first class career?
2: Yeah, that's it, yeah. So... Um, yeah, I went, my parents left Australia when I was 12 and my dad was an uh, engineer so he got a job in England and went to a school there and um, and just, uh, that was in Surrey and then Surrey were the team that picked me up when I was 17. So,
1: How long did you play for Surrey for, was it, did you, did you go for, through like third grade first, was it instant... You're up the top. Were you that talented or?
2: Such a cluby, aren't you? Third grade. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have third grade. It's just the the first class side or there is a second team. Oh, so
1: it's different. Was it different over there?
2: Well, no, this is professional cricket, mate. We're not talking oh. about club cricket. The club sides have four, five, six sides. But yep. when you turn professional, there's just a second team. Okay. And then you make your first class mm. debut. And then from there, well, I guess which is the same as over here. You've got, um, when I got asked to be professional, it's like being asked to play for Queensland. Yep. So they've got a second team, okay. and then they've got the obviously the Queensland first-class side. So, mm-hmm. and then from there you get picked for your country or someone else's country. Yeah, <laughs> for any country really. Anyone? Yeah, I've any yeah, yeah. <laughs> got about to choose about six. I got just Spain and uh, and Argentina and Brazil. All the other countries I come from didn't have a <laughs> didn't have you a could team. Have made one. Ah. still could, I reckon. Yeah, probably make it.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking about playing for the states.
2: You reckon you get in? Hopefully. He's got a pretty good side. He's got a good <laughs> batting average. Indoors? Uh, or are we talking uh, playing for both. America indoor or outdoor? Outdoor. Yeah, man, put it in there, huh? Eight and a half this year. Average eight and a half.
1: Yeah. It's it's huge, good, mate. I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I <still don't laughs> you know told me that. you don't know anything is about cricket. Is that know. Know. <laughs> 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 a good <laughs> average? Uh, is, it? <laughs> is it? It's it a good, good average? bowling average. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not so good batting. Um. So, playing for Surrey. Um. How long were you playing for Surrey then... England sort of asked you to come up and you know was it runs that you made was it did you start off as a bowler what was it at sorry
0: do you have the runs
2: oh, well i've had them several times throughout <laughs> my career but, um with um <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy who knows nothing about cricket there. yeah jeremy <laughs> jeremy <laughs> does his 10am <laughs> every day <laughs> <laughs> just went straight from cricket straight to the toilet <laughs> <Yeah>. so uh, <laughs> <laughs> um no, I, I so i turned professional in 1989 and i i had to do a little bit of um um, time in the second team because although I got my english passport i had to qualify mm-hmm. so i did a qualifying period before i was allowed to make my first class debut because the first team you're allowed one overseas player okay uh, and we had waka Eunice. and oh. at <laughs> so at the time i wasn't um sorry at the t- and for those who don't know he was probably one of the, or the if not the best bowler in the world at least the top 3 at that time so a, a teenage it's adam holgate wasn't used gonna to dis- me it wasn't g- yeah <laughs> wasn't going to dislodge Whack our units from the team, so I had to do a bit of time in my apprenticeship doing that, and then I think I finally made my first class debut in '93, and um, or the end of the I think I played the last couple of games of the '93 season, and then I had a really good '94 '95 season, and then made I got called up for England in '96 to play against Pakistan.
1: Now I've got some runs that I've written down here. You made 208. Was that in those years?
2: Uh, no, that was at the end. That was at th- I think that was towards the end of my career. That was about 2003. Uh, was it? I scored that, S-
1: yeah. S- so, uh, what was your highest score before you made the English team? Do you remember?
2: I got 100 on debut. For, oh, did you? For, uh, on my first class debut, which was ironic because I, started, I got picked in the side as a bowler. What were you batting? I, think I batted uh, maybe is 25 years. It's 30 years ago. <laughs> holy hell. That long. Um, it's older than you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You weren't even born, mate. Like, <laughs> I
1: was. I wasn't born for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So,
2: um, yeah, and no, I got picked as a as a bowler in that game, and then I batted seven, and, and we lost early. wickets and I came and got a hundred. So, um, and I never was out of the side again. So, that uh, was the, just it. That that was that was it. So, was it. so um, yeah. So, I, I was I was c- kind of a a batsman who bowled in first class cricket or mm-hmm. Test cricket. Yeah. But uh, in one-day cricket, I was a genuine all-rounder. I'd always bowl my 10 overs and yep. um, and batted in the middle order. So,
1: What pace were you bowling? Oh, th-
2: Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. Actually, I actually used to bowl fast when I was young. Um, a few, the the legend has it around Surrey, <laughs> under 12s, 13s, 14s, that I was the, one of the fastest bowlers around. Um, unfortunately, I stopped growing. So I think I stopped growing at the age of 15. And then... Progressively got slower as my career went on. A lot of injuries and um, and weight problem, I guess. There's, there's not too many um, fast bowlers that are over 100 kilos, so usually pretty light and whippy. Yeah, so tall as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> height, <laughs> I was vertically challenged. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, was there anyone else in sort of your time at Surrey that made it to England as well? Was there? School? Yeah, we had an outstanding
2: side. Um, so Alex Stewart, who played 100. And 50 test matches. Mm-hmm. Um, Graham Thorpe, who's played over 100 test yep. matches, they were both in the side when I came into it. And then in our side, during the time I was there, I think we had 15 or 16 play- players who played for England. So um, for those of you <laughs> you guys talking about getting a game, like, you probably could have got a game for England, Jez. In
0: those <laughs> years, everyone was getting a game. So, um, yeah, well, With my legless pedestrian skills, I think uh, I would have. Well, last
1: <laughs> week... He bowled one over. His first over was it your first over?
0: Yeah, it was my first over. You want to yeah. tell him what happened? I um. He bowls
1: these. I don't even know. Uh, it's not leg spin. It's not medium pace. It's not off spin. It's something completely different. Straight spinners. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much.
0: <laughs> I um. I bowled. Oh, I think I bowled the same bloke out three times. You know, well not in a row, but I mean, in the, the first. Order. Yeah, first ball and then two more. And it wasn't it wasn't just catches. Conf- it was clean bowls. Just clean bowled him. Just confused him. <laughs> That's all you gotta I do. I don't even know stumps. what he, I don't know what he was thinking, because they would come and that real slow. <laughs> <laughs> that was you could have just smacked them all for seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow, that's it,
2: You're leading him into a false sense of security. Yeah, it just dips. Yeah, um, I don't know what they do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you were the, the Surrey captain for yes. what, five years? No, um, six.
2: Not more. I think about I think all in all it was for seven years. Um seven years as the full-time, but I did do a lot of captaining um, when Alec Stewart, who was the captain before me, was away playing for England. So, um, yeah, I probably played more than, I probably would say more than three quarters of my career was as captain.
0: What does it take to be a captain, like in cricket especially, because as I don't know, do you need to know pretty much all the bowlers and who should be bowling next or what? Yeah, I
2: think that's, one element of it, I think, just having a good understanding of the, you know, of your team and a decent analysis of the opposition and being able to solve the problems of how you're going to use your players to defeat theirs. That's that's one aspect of it, but um, I think that's probably the Hollywood uh, analysis of cricket. People always like refer to tactics because those things are really quite obvious for the spectator. You know, making a good tactical decision, but uh i think a lot of the th- of people don't realize the work that goes on as a captain you you're kind of a mentor to all of the players you're you've got to bring them all together if there's arguments or divisions in the side you've got to try and sort that out so i think it's probably just being uh i think I mean, leadership skills yeah. is, is crucial mm-hmm. uh, just being an honest and solid guy if you're a captain and you're not, then the guys will work out pretty quickly and you won't last very long. So I think you just need to have a good rapport with everybody and you need to treat people with respect and honesty and, and, and be there to sort out any problems that are going on within the side. So uh, I'd, I'd never been captain of any team that I'd play. I'd played a hell of a lot of sport. Yeah. From like I'd never been a, a captain in anything until they asked me to captain Surrey And uh, when they came to me and they asked me to be captain, I thought there was someone standing behind me because, uh, albeit I was probably one of the better players, I'd always been fairly volatile. I was young. I was um, fairly feisty. Probably been in more fights and slept with more women than I'd kept in games (laughs) games (laughs) of cricket. So um, it was... um, I, would, uh, I think I'd slept with more than 2% of the population <laughs> of the UK. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was um, it was odd when they came to me, and I really wasn't sure how it would go. I always put on a brave face and, can you do Of course I can do it. But I I was surprised, and I had no idea how it would end up. I think one of the main things was I didn't necessarily have aspirations to ever be a captain, so I didn't value it. I wasn't like one of these guys who became leader and then, immediately became like adolf hitler and tried to tell everyone how yeah how it worked i just kind of just, just i didn't really care for the captaincy so i just did it um and it worked
1: out all right i think one of the things as well that people don't recognize as a captain is crickets half mental like the mental side of crickets just as tough, tough as the physical side i think more even more yeah mm. um and for someone like jess that doesn't will never even the lower grades and stuff like that that's never played cricket it's it's all about like remaining focus for the whole every single ball is a new ball but you got to remain focused for that 30 seconds as they're like running in um, and just not especially in the field as well I feel like maybe as a captain like mass, like long days and stuff like that you tend to like switch off periods of time in the chat and stuff like that yeah well
2: you've got I mean that's the legless pedestrians you guys <laughs> you guys do it for an hour yeah so
0: switched uh, off a bit half of minutes.
2: it <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's hard enough to just do it for that hour but when and that's indoors and it's not so hot when you're outdoors and you've been out there from like 9 30 in the morning till 6 p.m at night and you and you've got the whole day in the sun and you, and 660 balls in the day you've got to try and remain focused or it's, you've got to find ways of keeping your, your side motivated and um, the morale high so um, yeah that's a challenge
1: um, Englu- Like England time now So who gave you the call? Was it ODI's first? Was it T20's first? What was the... Uh, um, well when
2: I first captained England uh, Or when I first played T20's wasn't even a thing Oh really? So I actually My last two years of my career Was when T20 started T20 mm-hmm. started in England I don't know if you know that but no, I don't um, It started in 2003 So we played the first ever game of T20 I'm um, sorry so um it was and no one knew how it was going to end up mm-hmm. i think at the time i said ah oh, this will never this will never last in england and it didn't it went worldwide so yeah. it was like, <laughs> um it's uh yeah um yeah it was Long one. Uh, the, the 2003. What was, it, what, we, what was the question again, mate? Um,
1: <laughs> who gave you the call to get oh, yeah. to the
2: ODI? Oh, yeah. So it was in 96. Well, was this when I got asked to be captain or when I got asked nah, to, to, to play? To play. Did you you yeah. didn't go straight into captaincy. No, I didn't. No, know, just straight I in. <laughs> just the best captain. Just what? straight I in. Know, in <laughs> I, you laughed, but I I, after I, was made captain after five games. Five games? Yeah. So mm. I probably wasn't ready, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I... Uh, there was a weird thing because You're so immersed in what you're doing So I, I, I'll, I'll put this in Australian terms It's like I was playing for Queensland And I wasn't even aware that there was a, a Series coming up mm-hmm. And then I got a phone call A missed call And it was um, from the chairman of selectors And he said I'd been picked to play for England And I was like, well, when's the game? I was like, next week, mate So <laughs> I was like I didn't even realise there was a series And we were playing against Pakistan So, um, yeah, that was it And then you know, I was I was in in there, and I thought I might have got the call a bit earlier, like as in a year or two earlier. But I would kind of just put it out of my mind and thought I'll just concentrate on playing for Surrey. And and then when it came, it really wasn't expected.
1: Not expected at all.
2: No, I didn't. Like I said, I didn't even know there was a series on. So uh, yeah, yep. it came as a surprise.
1: It must have went well the first five games then. That's did, four. I d- well, I did really <laughs> well <First> four <laughs> games yeah
2: well my first two games I did incredibly well because um we played against Pakistan was it in Pakistan no in in, in England. England so um my bowling was going going all right at the time yep. I wasn't I wouldn't say I was in an amazing run of form with the ball but I was batting well um and the first game we came out playing against Pakistan and I got 4 for 20 my first game and like I said I've been bowling terribly yeah yeah country. but um it wasn't till Further on, later down, uh, a few years later, that I found out that <laughs> these guys have been match fixing. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so like, you know, you, you, when you you know you, you get called up, you're imagining making your debut. You're mm-hmm. so focused and fired up to try and do well, and but at nowhere in any of those dreams did I realise that the opposition would be more interested in me doing well than yeah. I was myself. <laughs> they all had hundreds of thousands <laughs> of dollars on me doing well, so. Um, I mean, yeah, I think I remember the first one of my first balls I bowled it, it was just like a normal, good line and length ball. And the guy just slogged it straight up in the air. I was like, that's this is a easy. <laughs> yeah, this is a, where's a wicket? Well, that's a good start. And then I came in, this guy called Sally Malika, who's one of the best players yeah. in the world. And I ran in and bowled a ball. And um, he actually played a perfect cut shot, yeah. swung, you know, just beautifully lined it up mm-hmm. unfortunately the ball was straight in his stumps <laughs> it was <laughs> the <laughs> middle and legs but it was <laughs> and he was bold so i was just this is too easy and yeah. then later on found out that that's crazy they'd been um throwing the game so i got two fourfers in my first two games mm-hmm. and then the next series was against australia and uh um, was that in england as that well? was in england yeah, so as well yeah. so um played against australia and then i just had that was the best series i ever had i think i got I got man of the series in that. Got man of the match in two of the games. So, um, good figures. Yeah, yeah, did all right. I didn't get out in the whole series. I hit the winning runs in all three games. So, really, that's yeah. a that's
1: a pretty special moment. Yeah. So.
0: I think we've been we been told by the man upstairs, big big, big Rob. Got big God. Um, <laughs> oh, he, he told us to ask you about facing Shane Warne.
2: Well, in which in which. In the test match? I'm sorry, pre- I've got pre- a video here. ODI and test match. I'm says. presuming he's talking about the test match. Yeah, that
1: is in the test match. Um yeah. I've is got a video here. I just Why do you say that's in a test match? Because you're wearing whites.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, well see there you go. There you guys are showing your age there because back in our days we used to play one day internationals in whites. That's how old I am. Really? Before well, not not how clothing. old you are. But that's, like before <laughs> that's how old whites <laughs> played one day cricket in whites, but I'm
1: assuming w- this is test match.
2: This one, the video that you're going to play in a minute. I just want you to listen to the commentary. Well, I've, I've heard the commentary. So <laughs> I'll lead you. I'll lead you into that story. <laughs> All right. So um, we we play this. I mean, Warnie. God bless him. God rest his soul. Good friend of mine. But um, we played him in a, in the one day series, and he um, he'd just come off of I can't remember if it was a finger or a shoulder injury, but he was well below his best. Yep. And um, I, I wouldn't say I dominated him in the series, but he didn't cause me any problems. So. Um, and having seen how great he'd been in hmm. the series preceding that, I was, you know, like, I don't know what the big fuss is about. He's not that good, you know. He's he's good, but he's not amazing. And I knew he was a little bit under the weather. Little did I know he was um, keeping a lot of his. The series was gone. They'd lost it, so he didn't deliver a lot of his different varieties yep. in that in that series. And he, I didn't know that he he'd worked out pretty early on that I was going to be playing in the test matches. He wanted to keep some stuff off his sleeve, so
1: uh, you might want to play that video now. <laughs> <laughs> Just the commentary on this fascinates me, really.
2: It wasn't a <laughs> shot. I didn't play a shot. <laughs>
1: And he won't want to watch this replay. We are Everything's watching the replay. exposed, and uh, well, it just went straight on.
2: Perhaps turned a little bit and knocked the stumps over. That is dreadful. <laughs> well, it's what happens when the pressure's on.
0: David Gower? Could be speechless here. Yeah.
1: No, it's a complete misjudgment. He's, I mean, whatever he was thinking, he was obviously anticipating. Something along the lines of a proper leg break, it wasn't that. Uh, so that's to so that, that, that's where, line.
2: um, he you know, the, the you get the highlights and it just shows one ball on its own. What he didn't realize, then he'd been spinning them like oh crazy three foot, you know, before that. So the ball had been spinning, so in isolation, that just looks like yeah. it looks like I'm a Pakistani yeah. just taking up some metrics yeah. fixing. Yeah. So I've just been letting it let it bowl me, but um, yeah, he's well, I'm a, not gonna
1: lie to you. I found that video, I was going to search up some Adam Holyoke highlights, hmm. and that video popped up.
2: Well, it doesn't just pop, that's like, I think it's about 40 million views on it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, yeah. We're trying
1: to hype you up.
0: And <laughs> yeah. <end> no, <laughs> we're up we're, you I'm, I'm glad you guys have brought me on, it's really nice of you to have <laughs> me on here. And, yeah.
1: um, so, test match cricket, a lot harder than, you. Were well, you played, was it? The first two games were against Australia?
2: The first two games against Australia. Um, was that the Ashes? That's the Ashes, yeah.
1: That's a pretty big start.
2: And then we went to the West Indies from there. Um, we played a test match. The first test match of that series was against in in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys probably, again, I don't know if you are even born. Uh, it was 98.
1: 99. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, the um, the, the test match you might you won't know this, but it was it was abandoned. It was the first ever abandoned test match because the pitch was so dangerous. It was um, one ball was flying off the same length was hitting you in the head. The next one was going on the floor. So the, I think we only played for just over an hour. Yep. and then they abandoned the whole test match. So did that you was. Bat? No, I didn't. bat. I just watched all. <laughs> our ba- I watched every all of our batsmen just getting hit from head to toe by Ambrose and Walsh.
1: How did that go about? would they just go out and say? Did you guys initiate it? Was the umpires?
2: Oh, it was a bit of a mixture of both. I mean, uh, Michael Atherton, who was our captain in that test match, and Brian Lara, who was the mm-hmm. captain of the West Indies, They, um, I think they were very concerned because, I mean, Ambrose and Walsh, they're, they're bowling pretty quick, and the ball was Alex Stewart, I think. in f- I think they had a test match and he of 45 balls. I think he got hit 15 times out of those 45 balls. So really? It was crazy. Unplayable. Yes, and it was dangerous. And then it was only going to get worse. So I think... Both the captains realised it was going to get worse and, and they, they got it called off. It was scary, actually, because I don't think the Jamaican public were too keen on that and yeah, a bit of a riot ensued, so
0: um, I was quite happy to be just in the changing room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Jesse, you got anything to add about cricket?
0: Um, I feel like we asked this for everyone, but, like, favourite place you played? Like, favourite ground?
2: Oh... Pretty boring it's question, but I'm um, gonna uh, answer. Sorry, the question's fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, always, I was starting the sledging here. No, uh, <laughs> coming. no it was, um, the, uh, it's a boring answer, and it's just, yeah, I think your home ground. Is like, am I? I mean, the Oval is a beautiful ground anyway. I mean, it's a lot of people don't find it that way because it's very, uh, in the middle of London, a bit grey. It's not the nicest place for touring sides to come, but it's my home ground, and I played most of my cricket there so i love it and uh, and i love my club as well so um there's that outside of the oval that's that's the boring answer
1: yeah it, atmosphere
2: oh it's got a great atmosphere yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, outside of that um, i'm probably going to say the scg okay um i played in the world record crowd in was in the 99 one day series we played in front of not at, at the time, it was water, not anymore, I believe. It was like 96,000 people wow. Wow. Uh, at the MCG, but we got absolutely dicked on in that game. So <laughs> there's, uh, the crowd, they didn't really get an opportunity to yeah. make a lot of noise, yeah. so I didn't... But We played a couple of beauty games up in Sydney. I'm not sure how many that holds, like 40, 50, 60,000. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a decent-sized crowd, and those games went down to the last over, and I just remember that atmosphere being crazy, so... I'm probably going to say the SCG, SCG
1: outside of the, my favorite ground in England, the oval outside, outside it's yes. the Sydney Cricket ground. Now you would have played with some amazing cricketers in your time, met some amazing cricketers, any foot, fir- like we will go two questions in the one. Um, who was your favorite player to play with and the hardest player you've ever faced from another team?
2: Okay. Um, so my favorite player was a guy called sack lane, um, or oh, there's two. Can I go two? Yeah, yeah. So one's sac Lane Mushjack and the other one's Azar Mahmood. Um, they, they play that sorry with me. And I, I was whack our units as well, actually. But I'm going to go sac Lane because there was a period. He was the one who invented the doosra. Yep. So Jez will tell us what that is. <laughs> 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 the what? <laughs> yeah, no, the doosra is basically is a, it's bowled with what looks like to be an off spinner. So spinning as the bowler looks from left to right. But it looks like it's going to go that way, but it goes the other way. Okay. And Duzra means in Urdu means other one. So, um, so it goes the other way. So he invented that. Now, let me tell you, when he first did that, there's a, his, the game's been around for 150 years and no one's been able to do it. So when he did it, he was getting a lot of people out. So we were like, what the hell's going on? So for that period of time, between 96 when we signed him and, well, 2003, I think we finished with us, He took so many wickets, and it was just, it was, it was crazy to see a guy. It was like, you know, when someone's dominant at, um, at junior cricket, it was just like that. It was like men against boys. He was just so dominant. So, um, probably sack lane for guys I played with and against. It was a tough one. Um, because I'm, I feel like the, (sighs) the, the, The answer should be shane warne yep um i mean he was a legend and it was probably just the most difficult bowler to face was Mm -hmm. myra lutheran i think okay um just the amount he spun the ball just his stock delivery was just most bowlers i've faced you know have an initial period of trying to stay in but at some point you think okay now i'm gonna look to start scoring Mm -hmm. some runs yeah I never got to that point with Meryl It was every ball, even though I think I scored against 80 against him one day and I'd been batting for four hours and it was just as hard after four hours as what it was the first. But every ball had so much spin on it. Um, But the thing with Shane Warne is he was a genius of the mind and he could actually lure you into thinking, I'd bat against him for 10, 15 minutes and I think, I've got him covered here, I'm going to start going after him. And then sure enough, 15. Five minutes after that you're sitting down in the pavilion and you're out. <laughs> so um it's a close one between those two.
1: Yeah. do you know where he played, Jess? Not Shane Warne?
0: Uh no. I do not I do You don't all. have a guess? Did you say his name again do not I I d I don't I don't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> can we get can we get a,
2: a Muralitherin? Mateah Muralithin.
0: Um Yeah, look, I'm not even gonna guess. Have a guess. I reckon you'll get
1: it. Yeah.
2: Ah, uh, I'm gonna go Pakistan. Yeah, it's not bad. Right part of the world, subcontinent. Mm-hmm. The
0: Sri Lankan, Sri Lanka. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's your favourite um, country other than Australia, isn't it? It's the Next team you barrack for?
1: Yeah, that's funny. Um, <laughs> went down to Melbourne, <laughs> and I decided I was. It was such a boring game. Australia were like winning, this, dominating every game, and we're sitting at the MCG with like. I, I could say there were like, I couldn't even see an Australian supporter. There were that many. I Shre- think we were sitting, sitting
0: in the Sri Lankan area and there was so many Sri Lankans. So I just there. looked yeah, over my
1: shoulder, I had a few beers in and I was just like, let's go Sri Lankan. I was doing all the chants that they were doing. I was just getting real into it. My favourite game ever though. I went to the, um, I ball the one day international between Australia and England. And James Faulkner hit the winning runs. Yeah. That was, I ball boyed that game. So that's probably my favourite game. Cricket that I've been to
2: Yeah that would have been a, Oh it's awesome have been amazing Was it 18 off the last over Or something was it or
1: Yeah He just I think he needed 12 off 3 balls And he hit four fours Or so, uh, three fours Or something <laughs> like that That's It's great awful. It's a good effort <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Four fours or 3 <laughs> balls He just, he just <laughs> hit a 12 <laughs> yeah. oh, gee whiz that, um, Under it.
0: that Sri Lankan game Liam did turn to a Sri Lankan Sitting next to him He taps on the shoulder And goes Hey mate Who are you going for The bloke gave him nothing He just kept staring straight couldn't speak English. <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> like,
1: yeah, got to get amongst them. <laughs> That's a bit yeah. like you at Bunnings yesterday, Adam. You want to tell the story at Bunnings, Marty? Oh, well, we um, well, we were getting some core flute, some core flute, <laughs> as
2: you do, as your regular day. The, <laughs> the, our, we were on our core flute adventure, adventure, and um, yeah, uh, there was a gentleman in the. In the tools section <laughs> and he was uh he was quite clearly had an english accent so i thought i'd uh i'd be humble and mention the fact that i say oh whereabouts are you from and he, he mentioned a place i said ah essex He goes, that's right i mentioned rather humbly that i'd once played cricket for essex he didn't really care he, just <laughs> he <laughs> gave he didn't me nothing, he gave hey? me nothing <laughs> yeah. and he just asked me if i got that core flute <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a great that was a great adventure. That was funny, actually. Glad you enjoyed it, mate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it, Jez? Uh, I, I do have it, but I feel like I shouldn't be the one saying
1: this. Why? Have a go.
0: Because I don't even know what it is, and uh, I feel like I'll butcher it. That's all right. I don't want to butcher it. it.
1: Um, named one of the 2003 Wisdom Cricketers of the Year Award. Now, I don't really know what the award is either to be honest <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> sounds <now>. good <laughs> so the wisdom
2: almanac is uh basically i guess if there was a bible of cricket it says yep. every first class game of cricket mm-hmm. is, is ever been played is documented in the book so at the end of each year uh, you know the for example the 1997 se- uh, season there'll be a, a wisdom and inside there there'll be every first class record uh, report okay. for every game mm-hmm. And a scorecard. And then at the front, usually they have um, some awards, you know, the players who scored the most runs in each country, et cetera, et cetera. But each year they name um, the Wizards and Cricketer of the Year. You can't win it more than once. Yep. But basically that's for the best player in the world that year. Mm-hmm. So um, they name five each year.
1: Yeah, do you remember who got it for your year?
2: I think it was Matthew Hayden, Um, myself.
1: Yep.
0: You got one there at least, Nasser Hussein?
1: <laughs> yep.
2: Was it Matthew Hayden? Not one of them. No, that's no. no not I was true. just saying you, you. Oh, I got <laughs> myself. Yeah. And then outside of that, um, uh, Sean Pollock?
1: Yep. Was it? Yeah. Is that
2: right? Wow. That that was really. And the fifth one, I've I've got no idea. Sorry. Michael Vaughan. Michael Vaughan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Um. No. It, it's. It's. And it's. It's a award that probably people outside of cricket doesn't mean much, but. I guess it's something there where it's acknowledgement from the cricket writers that you're one of the best players in the world that year. Actually, interesting story about that, you get when you get given the wisdom of cricket of the year, they don't present you with a trophy or anything. Like that. They give you a leather bound version of of the almanac, of the okay. actual book. So yep. it's probably about as thick as a Bible for people to visualize it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it normally just has a bright yellow cover and it's always the same and just with the year on it. Um, but when you win one of the one players of the year, you get a leather one. So when they gave it to me, they said um, well, under no circumstances lose it because it's not replaceable. Um, these things are incredibly valuable. to collectors, you can only imagine you guys are oh in yeah. the cards. Mm-hmm. So I think some of them have sold for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Really? Um, so they said whatever you do, don't lose it. So, um I lost mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um when I was moving house one of the times I just realized one day it was gone. So um uh, I was just devastated. Uh and then they um funnily enough it changed ownership. Wisdom changed ownership and some friends of mine bought it. And when I told them what they'd done, they said, Okay, we'll make you another one. It's gonna cost them a fortune to make a run of one. Yeah, yeah. Um they're gonna they make you another one. Um but we're not gonna give it to you. Um, we want you to present it to the museum. So I did that. I was like, it's probably safer there anyway than yeah, why. Yeah. I was <laughs> gonna lose it again. So um it's now sitting in the um in the Oval Museum.
1: There you go. That's pretty cool. You know? Um now you ch- you turned off cricket and you went to boxing in twenty twelve. How's all that going? I just learned a few tips from you too. So yeah. get in the ring. Well
2: it's not going at all. I don't <laughs> do it anymore. I don't fight professionally, so um how that came about was I finished cricket and I didn't pretty, I'd invested pretty wisely and looked after my money. I don't lead a particularly lavish lifestyle. I'm pretty, I'm not,
1: I don't have any, I just don't have
2: anything that I like spending money on. So I don't like cars. I don't like, I don't do drugs. I don't drink much. I don't, not particularly, as you can see, look at the way I dress. It's not, I don't spend a lot of money on clothes. (laughs) Exactly. So, So I don't spend any money. So, um, but I, um, yeah, I lost all my money in um in some couple of bad investments when I um when I finished cricket. So I'd done well while I was playing cricket. I bought houses and they'd gone up and that was what enabled me to retire pretty early. So then when I lost it all I um I was like, What the hell am I gonna do? Um, you know, I've only ever been a professional cricketer yep. and and an entrepreneur, so I'd a property developer. So I'd always box throughout my career and um one of the guys down the gym said, well, why don't you fight professionally? I was like, nah, I'm too old. Anyway, about, oh, after I asked for money then, he came to me one day and said the promoter said that they'll give you 10,000 pounds if you want to come and have a fight. I was like, well, when's the fight? <laughs> it was like Saturday. I was like, what day is today? It was like Tuesday. Oh. So then I thought, well, I could really do with 10,000 pounds. Yep. So, um, And I was like, yeah, nah, I don't think so. And then he went, how cool would it be to say that you're a professional cricketer? and a professional boxer and I was like yeah that'd be pretty cool actually so he appealed to my ego which is pretty big (laughs) so um then I did it so I went there and at that time I was doing a lot of wrestling and a lot of jiu-jitsu etc so I went there and I knocked the guy out and um then all of a sudden there was a mad scramble by all the mixed martial arts uh promoters to get me to do that so then I turned professional in in cage fighting as well so uh, same thing though I wasn't when they offered it to me, I was like, nah, I don't really want to do it. And then my um, trainer said to me, again, he said, yeah, but how cool would it be to say you're, you're captain of England? I was the first person to po- box professionally, first international cricketer yeah. to box. And then I was the first international sportsman to fight in cage fighting. So There you go. So, um, yeah, so I did that. And that just took me on a sort of mad four or five year, year journey, flying all around the world, uh, 19 fights and all. Um Went forward in London, Dubai, New Zealand, D- Indonesia, around Australia. So it was a crazy couple of years of my life, and was, I look back and I go, "Did I really do that?" It's like <laughs> crazy, but uh, it was fun. oh
1: no, good. So what? I guess we'll kind of wrap it up here. What are you doing with yourself now? How are you keeping busy? Um, I know you're at the office being our security guard with those MMA stories, but how else <laughs> are you keeping busy?
2: um so yeah i'm doing a bit of work with um just i'm just doing entrepreneurial work so I do consultancy to a few places and, and I, I still coach the queensland cricket batsmen yeah I'm, I'm doing that and then i trained some fighters so i'm lucky i'm you know i've got a nice work balance at the moment yep. I'm single dad with three kids um but i i'm still involved in sport which i hope to remain yep. always in sport and then i've just got a nice little you know do a little bit of consultancy here and there and that's uh how can we met you fools? <laughs> so, um,
0: just yeah. lands the floor.
1: <laughs> I thought you were a bit quiet when you entered the office, but you've you've got your wings now. You're, f- you're going. Oh, I, just, I was a bit suss on you guys. <laughs> I was alright with the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have a fan question. Actually, he's going to call in, so I'm going to make the call now. He's going to ask you. A he's going to call in, but you're calling in Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bit opposite. See if this works. I know this person. No, you just... don't know this. No, we had, we did like a fan thing for, um, if he doesn't answer, that's fine. I'm...
0: You should ask the question anyway.
1: Here we go. Hello. KP. Quepp. Hello, mate? Kevin Peterson. <laughs> it is Kevin <laughs> Peterson. Um, we're just on a potty and we wanted to get mm-hmm. your fan question that you told us the other week to Adam Holyoke. So Adam, this is Quepper Hi, Kweppa. G'day, Adam. How are we? okay
2: yeah, good, mate. It's
1: right. Got the fan question. Um, Do you remember playing
0: a charity match at Davenport against Benogan by any chance? A couple years ago.
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> didn't I, think so. I, but I, I'll take I, it to the grave. No. I actually don't. Um, oh, Where's saw Benogan? Is that? That's on the Gold Coast, is it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah. Out the back, like Robina.
2: Oh, is that the one with the nice view, like over the mountain? You look up it to the mountains. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah. I do vaguely remember something like that. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I remember you bombing cover drives for six, like taking lollies from kids. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. No, I don't remember that bit. I remember taking the lollies. <laughs> well,
1: that's um, another story, though. What's the questions? What's the... No, I,
0: I I do remember. Um, obviously, you don't remember the game, so you wouldn't remember how you got out, would you?
2: <laughs> I can't even remember the venue. How am I going to remember how, got... how? am I going to remember how I got out? Yeah. No.
0: That's a shame because
2: this is, this is my claim to fame. Oh, this is you, is it? You know the amount of people I <laughs> meet who tell me they've got me out and they're really excited about it. Like It's like like, it's like they're talking <laughs> to Don Bradman. I'm like, yeah, mate, like thousands of people got me out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I'd be the first. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, no, I don't. Man. How did you get me? i head up uh, in the air. I was trying to hit it out the ground or what What, what was I doing? Uh,
0: I brought one back in and wrapped you on the pads. LB. Straight in front. Wow. Was <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was it
2: out or was the umpire in you? Was the match fixing as well? Oh, I do I'm remember that. That wasn't sure out. That was got. going. That was going way down leg side. That one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 of course it was.
0: <laughs> Shame yeah. We don't have DRS in third grade. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. No thanks, KP. Um, thanks, KP. Bringing back some All memories good. for Adam. I uh, appreciate Bob it. Does. You'll we'll be you. on
2: the potty. No worries. Good on you, KP. Too easy. Thanks for having me on, boys. All nice to meet years. you, mate. There we go, eh? So it's like, great. I love the way you guys get me on here and you got a video of me getting <laughs> bowled out by Warnie and then you get us, you bring him around saying, anyone get him out so we can get him on the podcast. It's actually, it's
1: actually
0: one of our mates. <laughs>
1: I was
2: going to say, you probably got five or six other people
1: lined up. Nah, that nah. Either. He actually brought it up the other day to us and I was like, oh yeah, that's not a bad yeah. stint, I guess you'd say. Um, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Jez, did you learn a bit today about cricket? I learned a lot about cricket today. Good. You're gonna take it into the Legless Pedestrians match. This yeah, you'll Thursday. you'll
0: watch me hit some sevens That's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow
1: night. Um, yeah, oh. I did hear you had a captaincy issue. Like, oh. I'm the captain of the Legless.
0: Um, there's a major captaincy fly. As a captain yourself, you can probably relate to this. Maybe yeah. not because it was the worst captaincy decision of all time. I can't all relate all. to any bad captaining there. It, it no. was the it worst. Bad. It was the worst captaincy decision of all time. So if you don't know anything about indoor cricket, um, you have well skins. Yeah. Three skins, and if you win a skin, um, it gets added to your tally. You get a bonus point, and um, so we were coming in. We we bowled first. Uh, the first team, the first two made negative one. And um, we've bowled them out. We, what was the score they had? It was like one hundred and thirty or something. Yeah, I think they got one hundred and thirty. And um, we walk off. Not even a second later, Liam's already grabbing his bat, got his gloves on. He's walking straight out there. He's trying to beat negative one to win the skin for the team.
2: So he doesn't really... Supposedly, as a captain, you're meant to go down with the ship and you're meant to like take on the hardest battles, but he's gone out there to
0: challenge the minus one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we had Ziggy and myself challenging the 69 who have never played a game of cricket before.
2: Was that... Say so challenging the sixty-nine yeah. or, or attempting <laughs> the sixty-nine, <laughs> but both. We're, we're, doing both. We're, we're doing both. But yeah, uh, uh, Liam this teamwork. Uh, these, I heard that the legless pedestrians are amazing teamwork. I didn't realise the bonding had got that close. <laughs>
1: yeah. Why were you chasing sixty-nine?
0: Uh, Liam made uh, was it eighty? I made eighty, so they beat it by what? Yeah. You 81. on your own made eighty. About, uh, Liam made and 46. Dean made yeah, eighty. Wow. And um, so yeah, Ziggy and I had to. Try and, hey, 69. And beat, try and beat sixty nine. Try <laughs> and beat sixty nine. I think we got uh, forty six or something. It's not a bad. That's a right. But yeah. if they went out last, they could have beaten the sixty nine. Yeah, so as terrible, a captain, yeah.
1: I wanted to make it as easy as possible and relieve the stress of the team. So I went out there thinking, you know, make sixty five, sixty odd, um, and
2: it's a thankless job, isn't it, captaining? Yeah, yeah it, it is. Oh, no one gives you a thank never, you. No, oh. never. No one's ever happy.
1: No, and it's so hard because like I've you know I'm like a pawn in this sort of office but when it comes to the legless pedestrians I'm the man. And <laughs> well, I think the main reason I'm not <laughs> and happy And incredibly <laughs> humble. <Yeah.
0: laughs> the, the main reason I'm not happy is because the day of I was driving Liam home from work and he uh, he said I will drop you next week if you um, get bad at my captaincy. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were driving. You know, if you, ba- you drive badly, you're going to get <laughs> dropped. He's taking the captaincy off the field. Yeah. <laughs> so he was going to drop me, and he went out to go for the negative one.
1: He makes me and Ziggy go for sixty nine. Yeah. No. The, I wanted to relieve the stress of the rest of the team by making eighty, so they only had to make forty between the two, between the four of them.
2: Okay, mate. It's all right. No one's judging you. No, I'm it's judging you. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good enough.
1: Um, but we yeah. appreciate you coming on, Adam. It was no a worries. Thank you, guys. Fun time. I Thank actually you. enjoyed this one almost the most, to be honest.
2: Actually, um, well, there might be a little story you guys might like just to finish up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just I know we've had Shane Warne die, um, just recently. So this might be quite topical. But when I made my test debut, I was playing against Australia, and, and I was never that shy. On the field myself, I, was always, I wasn't the best cricketer, so I was always quite, used, quite prepared to use physical intimidation mm-hmm. and try and get inside the mind of the players. But that Australian side was amazing at it as well. So mm-hmm. it was quite good battles when we played against each other. So when I made my test debut, I'd been really successful in the one-day series. So I knew that when I came out to bat that I was going to get a lot, of, a lot of chat from them. So um, I thought they might let me get a couple of runs first. So I was like, as soon as I took guard, the chat started coming from behind the stump. So I Ian Healy were keeping, keeping, uh, Mark Taylor was at first slip, Mark War at second slip, Shane Warren third slip, mm-hmm. Steve War Gully, Michael Slate, they were all there. So um, it a, it, the team was full of superstars. Um, Glenn McGrath was bowling. So I'm um, facing my first ball in test Critics, Glenn McGrath, and I'm just trying to stay present. All you want to say is you're trying to block out the noise of the crowd, block out the noise of the Aussies and just concentrate, just you and the ball. Even block out Glen McGraw. you want it it to be that. um, Focus, you just want to concentrate on yourself and the ball. Anyway, I start hearing clapping coming from behind the stumps. Come on, boys, let's have this guy out. Uh, And I'm thinking, oh, here we go. Chat's coming, Don't, don't listen, don't listen. Here he is, playing his first game for his country all his family watching on tv back in australia (laughs) wishing he was playing for australia (laughs) uncle rex i went oh they know uncle rex (laughs) they'd gone away and found out the names of all my family so auntie jan i was like how the hell do they know auntie jan (laughs) so i'm now thinking so it was shane who mentioned auntie jan and at that stage shane Warne was in the middle of his womanizing so as i'm facing my first ball from Glenn McGrath and trying to remain focused on just me and the ball i'm just thinking has Shane Warne been with my auntie Jan <laughs> <laughs> so that will always stick with me my first ball oh, in test cricket was meant to be concentrating on the ball and i was thinking of Shane Warne and auntie Jan <laughs>
1: that's a crack up <laughs> oh story time with Adam yeah oh we do we do enjoy your company though around the office i must say um good when fun you,
0: when you're not freezing oh, yeah Guys, like you're like living in a igloo up there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Adam can't handle the cold, even though he's from England. Well, he's not from England, should I say.
2: <laughs> Still don't know where I'm from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but we'll wrap it up and, um, yeah, we appreciate you all listening and thanks, Adam, once again. Thank you, Adam, for coming in. Cheers, guys. Uh, uh, I just want milk to
2: taste
0: like real milk.
2: This tastes like full cream milk.
0: And only 2%, two, two, two fat. <laughs>
1: This
2: podcast is brought to you by Platinum Standard Grading. The future of grading has arrived.